So the Argos will be kicking toward the lake as we get ready here for the second half. Ticats will get the ball up 14-6. And here's the kickoff. Woods will take it 10, 20, 30 and hit at the 32-yard line. Good hit downfield, and the Ticats will start at their own 32-yard line. Wynn McManus. He's unreal. Unbelievable. Down on special teams. You're starting Will Linebacker. He's mic'd up, by the way, so that could turn up well on uh, the TSM program this week. Saw him before the game. He says, "Uh, with my language on the field, you might not be able to use much. (laughs) First down for the Ticats at their own 32-yard line. Moving right to left, all in a white top, black pants, black helmet. Evans back to pass, and we've got procedure. procedure. There were three ticks on the ticker. I think it was Keandre Smith. Pee Wee Smith's son. He wasn't ready to go and had to be told what to do. Does that make him Pee Wee Pee Wee? Pee Wee Pee Wee Jr. (laughs) Sean Thomas Erlington checks out. He was on the field, and in comes Jake Burt. Kind of that tight end. H back. They use Nico Kalinich, who's now the Indianapolis Colts right now, for Marcus Brady and Scott Milanovic. And he's lining up two yards offside. Yeah. Toss the far side. <laughs> and it's complete for a yard, and the Argos will probably take that play because Jake Burt ran up to the line of scrimmage and lined up two yards ahead of the line where the ball was snapped. Decline, and that's, that's the result of having 14. Addison get hurt. You get guys out of position and not used to being in. Out wide. Still. I know. Still. You're a wide. You always check with the side judge, right? You go, am I good? And the side judge will yell in, you're good. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I kept looking at him and back of the ball. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) And it was right in front of the Hamilton bench, and nobody's yelling, you might want to get back, Jake. So it's a loss. It was actually a gain of about two and a half. So it's second and about 12 and a half to go. Ball right on the 30-yard line on the right hash mark. Dane Evans in a quarterback. They'll have three receivers to the boundary, two to the field. And they run a swing pass out to Jackson, who gets a block, 30, 35, 40, first down and more, down the sidelines to the 49-yard line. Yeah, we talked about in that second half, right, playing good second and long defense, rushing three, making them throw short of the stakes and coming up to tackle. This was not a great job of coming up to tackle. Poor angles by the defense. Deshaun Amos takes a poor angle on Jackson. He's able to get by him for the first down, whereas this was, should have been stopped for the, a, at least the 8- to 10-yard gain, and they're out there punting the ball. Great block by Stephen Dunbar, too, to spring him. Sets up a first down for the Ticats at their own 49-yard line, leading by 8. Argo show pressure. It's a run, and it's Jackson up the middle, and Sean Oakland gets his wings around him and throws him down. Good job by Jackson, who got underneath Oakman and probably got an extra three yards out of it. It's a gain of five. Got some help from his lineman there, and that's that's the old Andrew Harris move, right? And J- Jackson yeah. gets stopped at the you know the, the three yard gain, falls forward, gets some help, and now he's at the five. So good job by them, to keep his feet moving. The market at the Ticat 54, second down and five. A couple of minutes in here to the third quarter, first possession of the third quarter. Ticats up eight. Evans, four receivers end up on the right side. Here comes some pressure. He throws against the pressure and has the man on the far sidelines. And it's going to be another first down, Keandre Smith. 
will take it down to the 40-39-yard line for a first down. Yeah, Keandre Smith taking over for Mike Jones. And, you know, when your number's called, you got to be ready to make plays. And he's ready right here, wide open, making some moves after the catch. First down, Hamilton. Now they're in field goal range. Let's see if Mike Jones came out on the sidelines for the second half. He was nicked up. First down and 10 from the Argo 39. Back to pass, Evans, quick hit, near side. Argos tried to jump the route, didn't get there in time as Amos took a shot at the pick, didn't get there. It's a gain of seven. Gain of seven, and you, know, you were asking about Mike Jones. He's on the sidelines right now with his jersey off. Oh, there so, we go. So they're down. They have no more guys on the bench. They dress, only dress six receivers, and they're down two as Braylon Addison also gone for the game. They have four receivers, Durant, Dunbar, White, and... Andre Smith. Second down and three. They're in field goal range. It's at the 32. Run blitz. They give it to Jackson and on second effort he may have squeezed through. We'll see where they mark it. If he didn't get it, it's close. Certainly close enough to gamble. He needed to get to the 29 and the ball looks like it's just short of the 29. It will be a third down. And out comes the third quarterback for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Six foot four, 230 pound Jamie Newman out of Wake Forest. They must not have enough global global player. They got that extra quarterback crest. I don't know. And they run forward and should have the first down. Well, it might be close. No, he needed to get to the 29 and they got him at the 28. So he needed a foot and got four feet. So clock moving inside 11 minutes now in the third quarter. Ticats in field goal range, trying to make it a two-score game once again as they lead by eight. At the 28-yard line, middle of the field. Argos in the three, four-man front. Robbie Smith is out there with Jagarin Davis and Sean Oakman and Sam Achimpong. Back to pass, Evans. Far numbers has a man on the curl. It is complete again. And is that DeAndre Smith? It is, and he'll take it down to the 16-yard line. So the rookie out of Guelph having a nice get-go here against the team he grew up cheering for. Special moment for him, and he's making great use of his time in this game. I mean, he's only played about a quarter's worth of action, but he's got three catches now, and making stuff happen after the catch is... His dad has got to be really proud watching him. He's got a little swagger to him. He does. Not scared out there. Ball at the 16-yard line, middle of the field. Three receivers to the right, two to the left. Back to pass Evans. Looking, looking, going long, going end zone, and it is incomplete. As he was looking for Stephen Dunbar, nothing doing. Tight coverage toward the line of scrimmage, taking him out of his route as Traveris McFadden was there, and it will be second and 10 from the 15-16-yard line. Big down for the Argos here. Hold them to three, and you're still in this game. So right now it's important for everybody on this defense to lock in. Where Dane Evans will be really dangerous here is outside the pocket, making things happen. Limit that. Keep him in the pocket. Keep him going through his reads. Rally up the tackle. Three up top, two to the near side. He drops back to pass with a four-man rush. Has some time. Goes to the end zone. Looking, looking, and it is incomplete. 
That was a great defensive Winton play. McManus, who wow. else? Who has been all over the field tonight, taking it away from Stephen Dunbar. He was on the number one receiver for Hamilton with his back turn. This is an unbelievable defensive play by Winton McManus, not interfering, getting his hands up. Wow. Wow, because this could have been bad on a couple fronts. It could have been intercept- it, it could have been a pass interference, or it could have been a catch by Stephen Dunbar. That's a linebacker on a number one receiver. That should be a win every time for Hamilton. That's a big win for Toronto, holding them to three. Orlando Steinauer had his finger on the trigger with the challenge flag. Close. Puts it back in the pocket. It was close, but it wasn't. He didn't wrap him with the loose hand right. either, which was what I was looking for on that last one. So it will be a 22-yard field goal attempt, and it is good. Ticats have a two-score lead now at 17-6 after the small field goal. Seth Small. Hey, that sounded funny. Yeah. Argos will take it over, I assume, at their own 40. First down and 10. We'll see what they can do when we come back. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. The 22-yard field goal by the Ticats. Seth Small makes it 17-6 for the Ticats over the Argos. Just inside nine minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Lots of time, but the Argos have to start finishing off drives. They were shut out in the second half against Ottawa. They did not score a touchdown in the first half. And now here we are midway through almost the fifth quarter in a row that they don't have a touchdown. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a bit of a drought. And Coach Dinwiddie talked about in this game needing three or four touchdowns to, to get the win. And that's, that looks about just about what the Argos are going to need. And they haven't had one to this point. Uh, there's eight minutes and 53 seconds left in the, in the third quarter. They, they're going to start needing touchdowns and not field goals if they're going to win this game. So at the 40-yard line, they're all, they'll put it in play from the last ha- left hash mark, moving from left to right, three receivers near side. Bethel Thompson looks this way. Now oh, yeah. The long down the same. He's got a man down there. To the 35, to the 30. Tavares Daniels cuts it outside, down to the 21-yard line. Biggest play of the night for the Argos, and it's a first down. That is a massive play. Massive confidence because that's the type of play that the top of Thompson was missing last week, and it killed the Toronto Argonauts. That's huge for his confidence to be able to keep a ball like that at Cam Phillips. Great job by the Toronto Argonauts. 49 yards. They had 89 yards passing going into that play, so that will put them over 100. The nice way with a big game. They're in scoring position, obviously, at the 21-yard line as they flip the field. Three receivers will go to the left, two to the near side. Nine seconds on the 22nd clock. Put the backs in motion, and we get... I thought I heard a whistle. They'll go to the ground game. Andrew Harris will spin forward. It must have been somebody in the crowd with a whistle. That's really irritating. It's a gain of eight yards down to the 13. Now this is a drive that needs to be capped off with a touchdown like we talked about. Great job. First down, getting eight yards. Now you set yourself up for anything in this playbook. You can take a shot at the end zone, but this is, might be three down territory as well. Eric Rogers. Yep, Eric Rogers territory. At the 13-yard line, they've got a bunch to the near side, including Declan Cross. And they're going to fake an end around. No. And McLeod Bethel Thompson bounces off one tackler, goes to the end zone for the touchdown. And it's Cam Phillips with the touchdown. What a play by McLeod Bethel Thompson, who was in the sights of Mason Bennett. Mack spun away, and the Argos needed the touchdown, and they just got it, and the crowd. Finally has something to cheer for here in Toronto tonight. 
That's an unbelievable job by McLeod Bethel Thompson. This play looked dead in the backfield. He's able to spin out and find his receiver in the end zone. Cam Phillips has been a catalyst on this drive. Sent it off with a long completion, explosive play, and then finished it off with the touchdown. And the Argos are going to go for two here. That's interesting. We'll put it in the middle of the field at the three-yard line. Mack will put three receivers out to the right, out to the left, rather. They've got a tight end on the right side, and they fake the end around. He's and there. they've got a man wide open, and walking into the end zone will be Andrew Harris. And they have cut it to a field goal. It's 17-14. That was a thing of beauty. That's the same play they ran on the touchdown play, and it seemed to be much more wide open that time because Hamilton was bringing pressure off the edge, leaving Andrew Harris free in the flats. All McLeod Bethel Thompson had to do was just play catch, and he's in there for two. Now it is a three-point game, anybody's ball game. We were saying at halftime it felt like it was like 28-3 to three yeah. in the first half. And now it's a three-point game with 6.53 remaining. A crisp drive, and McLeod Bethel-Thompson now in the groove, and he is such a rhythm passer. If they can give him time, this bodes well for the Argos going forward. And the defense seems to have turned it around considerably, although the Ticats had some nice plays on that last drive. Yeah. You Use saw it. a little bit more tempo on that drive, and yeah. I thought that was that's going to be key for McLeod okay. Bethel-Thompson. Okay, how many times have we said that this year? <laughs> yeah. Mack is a tempo quarterback. Yeah. You get him in that groove. I got, we've had the discussion. I talked to Mack. And I said, you know, you're a, you're a tempo guy. It's just getting you into that yeah. groove. Yeah. And what does he say? Is, is, is well, it- and he, go, he knows. Like, it's, it, like, you can't say, oh, I'm in the groove now. Like, yeah. you've, got, you've got to play <laughs> your way into it. Right. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I think R.D. needs to put him in, in more of those situations where he can call his own plays at the line of scrimmage. Hearing from Matt Shinetti from TSN, Shaq is out with a lower body injury. Mike Jones is out with a rib injury. Jake Reinhardt is trying to snap with a brace on his left arm. So Ooh. you do need the left. People think you snap with one hand or one arm. You don't. It's like the guide hand in basketball, your shooting yeah. hand. Yeah. And, uh, wow. And you're getting some torque out of that as well. So... Rhino, is t- he's on a knee down at the 15-yard line on the bench. So if anybody's going to work through it, especially after the arm injury he had a year ago. Oh, yeah. Horrific. Thought he was th- there was a chance he was going to lose his arm last year. Yeah. After he got hit with some friendly fires, he, he had his arm out on trying to make a tackle, and a guy came in behind it and hit him in the elbow, and the elbow displaced, and it was messy. And he's got one gigantic scar from the surgery on his forearm so 17 14 see what the argos d can dial up here and the ever dangerous woods will take it at his own five yard line on the good kick by Beatty. and downfield like a heat-seeking missile was jack kassar his first game of the season coming off the six game injured list and that is the jack kassar we play his play often at carlton what a hit, and we'll take the timeout. Our, the uh, Ticats will take over at their own 24-yard line, leading by three, 647 remaining in the third quarter. It's Argos football on TSN 1050. Hamilton 17, Toronto 14, 647 left third quarter. Mike Hogan, Natea J with you. 
Our on-site engineer, Nick McVicker, Luca Moya, back in Scarborough at the TSN mothership, as it were. So the Ticats will take over at the 24-yard line. Jack Kassar, who was, my God, he was fun to watch at Carlton, playing middle linebacker there. Put it this way, Trevor Hoyt, who's with the Argos as well, his roommate at Carlton, was an all-star playing next to him. I never noticed him because I couldn't take my eyes off Kassar in the middle. Uh, he was uh, second-round draft pick of the Argos a couple of years ago, and, man, he has so much potential to be a starting middle linebacker in this league, learning from Enoch Mwamba, which is like a master's course. Oh, yeah. So the Argos, after a successful second quarter against the Ticats, Force them to start at their own 24-yard line, five-man rush. They're going to go to the ground game. It's Sean Thomas Erlington kicking it out. He gets to the 25 to the 29 for a gain of five. There's some heavy hitting going on down there. I mean, you can tell when these two teams play each other. I mean, there is some animosity. It doesn't matter who's uh, in in the jerseys. It's going to be hard-hitting football. It's going to be some mean football. I don't think Ja'Garrett Davis gets angry. No, he's one like level. He's, he's, just, he's kind of there. He was dancing in the oh, yeah. Saskatchewan game and ended up with a sack. This makes plays. After the dance, which was unusual. Second and four, they marked it at the 30-yard line. Evans with a five-man Evans. rush. Gets it over the middle. It is caught by Jack. Check that, Dunbar. And he is tackled at the 37 after a first down is made by the Ticats. 5.48 remaining third quarter. Ticats by three. Now, if you're the Argos, you know, that's okay. You force Dane Evans to be in, stay in the pocket and make plays from them. It's when he gets out of the pocket is when it causes a lot of troubles for your defense, but you can live with him completing five-yard passes here and there. Give Tommy Condell some credit here. He's had two of the starting receivers taken away with injury. They only have six receivers, and he's been taping it together with Jake Burt, the tight end, in. Five-man rush. Here comes Shane Ray. Clear they, clear they dump it out the other way to Jackson. And he will be hit at the line of scrimmage wow. and carries a defender for seven yards. Holy smokes. Wow. That was Mechie he hit and carried. Or I guess Mechie hit him and was carried. It's a gain of seven. I don't know what's got into Don Jackson. He must have been watching Andrew Harris because a lot of plays <laughs> today have reminded us of him. Maybe he gets tackled and drags Mechie for another three, four, five yards and sets his team up for... A second and short situation. Mechie couldn't have read that any better. Yeah, he just, he was the, there. the tackle was high, and when he tried to slide down, Jackson just ran through it. Second down and three from the 44. Ball on the right hash mark. Argo show pressure again. It's a run blitz, and they get him in the backfield. They needed a big play. They got one. They limited to a gain of one. It'll be third down and two, and the Argos send out the punt return team before the Ticats send out their punter. <laughs> and they do with Mike Domagala. It'll be third down and two from the 45. And Speedy B, who would love to break one against his former team, goes back to his own 20-yard line. Oh, yeah. That's to be a great time for him to break one. Great time. He stands in the middle of the field. See if the Argos go after Domagala. He gets it away. Mm. It's a corkscrew. It'll come down. Speedy will take it at the 30. To the 35, cuts into the middle of the 40, and is knocked out of bounds at the 40. It looks like they'll give it the 39. We'll take the timeout. Argos with a chance to tie with a field goal, take the lead with a touchdown for the first time tonight. It's 17-14, just inside four minutes left in the third quarter. It's Argos football on TSN 1050. Argos have Mo on their side right now. Big momentum down 17-14. They've got the ball back at the 39-yard line. You're a stats guy. This is odd. I saw that this week. 
So think the Argos, all the games that they've won and lost over the course of their history. How about this for being on even numbers? Their all-time home record, they've lost 300. All-time road record, they've lost 400. Three zero zero. Four zero zero. I love that. They're three seventy seven, three hundred and eleven at home, two seventy four, four hundred and fifteen on the road. So three hundred and four. I saw that one. Ooh, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. And now they want to keep those numbers right where they are. They don't want another loss, especially tonight against the Tie Cats. And they will put it in play from the thirty nine yard line. Mack, all of a sudden, blink. He's at one hundred and fifty four yards passing with a touchdown. And they will go ground game. They go Harris. He gets a hole. He'll get out to the 44 for a gain of five. Nine carries, 31 yards unofficially for Harris now. They'll give him six yards, so give him 32 on the night. Ball at the 45-yard line. Argo's moving from left to right. They're wearing their dark blue helmets, jerseys, and socks. And they've got the light blue pants. Ticats wearing the white tops, black helmets, black pants. Three receivers up top. Bethel Thompson drops back. Has oh, man no. Near side, and it was jumped. Oh, no. And they were looking for Speedy B, and it was Terrell Brooks on the near side. That could have or been that bad. Jamal Roll. Now it was close. Got away with one there. <laughs> lucky, 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 lucky. Jamal Roll had pick six in his sights, and... Thankfully, Speedy Banks gets in his way enough where the ball just falls harmlessly to the ground. So in comes Haggerty to punt. Oh, that's oh, a yeah. missile. Woo. Outside Woo. the numbers and out of bounds. No, it's yes. to the goal line. And for whatever reason, Woods picked it up and ran it out. And he's tackled at the two-yard line, and there's an injured tie cat at midfield. Another injury to Hamilton. What a punt. That absolute missile. It will go as a 65 and 6, 71 minus 1, a 70-yard punt unofficially. And I don't know what Woods was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and Menser knocked him out of bounds at the 2. You talked about him being a rookie returner. He'll, oh, learn, he'll, he'll learn from that. That's a no-no. You take the field position at all times. Because 2 and out from here. It's automatic three. At one think, point, doesn't mean anything. I don't think the Ticat teammates realize there's an injured Ticat back at the 40-yard line, and we can't see who it is. He's lying on his side. But now, a two and out, you may be looking at a safety. And safeties have been down because you're kicking from deeper in your own zone now Yeah. with the rule changes. That's one that has been talked about, but the number of conceded safeties yeah. is way down. And trying to see who that is. I don't want to guess. The last number, okay. It's uh, Bailey Feltmate, second-year player from Acadia. Special teamer. Seven special teams tackles. He's been really good for the Ticats this year. And now they're helping him off the field. They're already down two receivers. Braylon Addison, and it looked bad for him. They're down Mike Jones. Sean Thomas Erlington came back in the game. I I assume that was a stinger at the beginning of the game, and it must have been a bad one because he was down for a long time on the opening kickoff. So now the Ticats will start at their three-yard line, and the Argo defense in the horseshoe with the crazies in the end zone. 
the most loyal and loud of the Argo fans are getting into it. 2.51 remaining here in the third quarter. Ticats by three. And we'll see what the Argos do here. And maybe even more interestingly, how aggressive do the Ticats get from their own three-yard line? Oh, how good a turnover would be at this point, right? Dane Evans will stand in his end zone. An offset eye formation. They will go play action. They throw it to the near side. It is caught at the 5 and taken out to the 10 for a gain of 7. As Don as, uh, Don Jackson made the catch, and who else? Winton McManus right there. Second and 3. Big play for the Argo defense. Big play because this almost guarantees you points. I mean, a punt... You catch a point here, you're automatically in already in field goal range, and you're pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. Three receivers to the right. Two to the left. Ball on the left hash mark. Jackson in the backfield. They come. It's almost yeah. picked off. Knocked down by Jagera Davis. Check that. Hendricks got up there. Dwayne Hendricks got up with a knockdown. And they get the two and out that they needed. And Mike Domagallo is going to be standing about five yards deep in his end zone for this snap. Speedy Banks will stand at his own probably right at midfield. Oh, boy. Oh, we talked about the momentum shift. And the Argos can really do it here. Banks has averaged seven yards. They're going to give up the Domagallo was... No, he goes back. They've been, they, were, they ran him out into the slot for some reason. Now he goes back and stands in. They're not going to run a fake from here, and they get two points. Yeah. So the Argos are still going to get good field position after this. The two points con, con, uh, uh, conceded by Hamilton, and all of a sudden it's 17-16 for the Ticats with another minute 44 left in the third quarter. Great job by the defense, and let's uh, not – forget to give john haggerty the punter a big boost big boost he went into this game i don't know what happened earlier in the week but going into this week he was tied with five punts down inside uh the 10 yard line so that's number six wow this game has been a wild one and the argos wait they just do a penalty Something against Hamilton. Legal procedure. Okay. Declined. And the Argos are going to send the offense onto the field and take it at the 40-yard line, which is one of the options this year. The 40 or the 45? Oh, come on. Rule book, rule book, rule book. I'm seeing a couple of seconds here. I think it's the 40-yard line. They're just going to – They. you have the option of taking the kickoff if you like. Argos kickoff return game has not been spectacular this year. They're going to take it at the 40-yard line. So great field position. They're down a point with a minute 44 left. Ticats were up 13-0 early in the second uh, quarter. Since then, it's been 16-4 for the Argos. And they've got it at the 30-yard line, 40-yard line. First down for Mack and company. Four receivers to the near side. They'll give the ball to Harris, who cuts back go. up the middle and gets four out to the 44-yard line. Bethel Thompson up to 154 yards passing. He was 89, I believe, at the half. Big drive here. Big drive. You got the Hamilton defense 
you know, right now on his heels. And uh, you've got all the momentum. This is how you, this is an opportunity for you to strike while the iron's hot. Second and six. Ball on the right hash mark. One, two, three, four receivers go to the left. Tavares Daniels, single coverage to the near side. Ball on the right hash mark. Bethel Thompson goes over the middle. He has a man for the first down. It's Phillips again to midfield. They needed six. They got ten. And it's a first down to the 54-yard line. They'll give him midfield. This offensive line is playing a lot better uh, in this third quarter. And there's no... It's no secret why the Argonauts have had a lot more success on offense. It starts up front. Inside 30 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Same four receivers. Actually, Olette is in in the game now as the running back. Bethel Thompson over the middle again. Has the man. It is caught close to first down yardage. We'll see where they spot it. And it was Eric Rogers atoning for the drop a little bit earlier on. And that's going to be very close to first down yardage. They'll need a half a yard. It's second down and a foot. Ball is on the Ticats 46. They need to get about halfway between the 46 and 45. Bethel Thompson comes up under center. Everybody in the box. He falls forward. He gets inside the 45-yard line. First down on the final play of quarter three. A quarter, the Argos won 10-3. So we are going to have what looks to be an interesting finish between two longtime rivals. Argos have a first down, and they trail by a point. It's 17-16 with 15 minutes left in regulation time. You're listening to Argo Football on the home of the Boatman. This is TSN 1050. 